Well, hello, hello, hello. How nice to see you. Welcome to the Beatles World Cup, where we are taking 213 Beatles songs and we are squishing them into a tiny little ball of greatness, (laughs) which is going to be the ultimate Beatles song. That's the goal. That's where we're heading. And we're happy to have you with us. I'm Jono. And I'm Rob. And Rob, we have got another four songs to talk about. Last week, Norwegian Wood was very good, so it got through, Mm -hmm. um, which we're very happy about. I think general consensus was tick on that one. Um, This week, four kind of random ones. Well, random-ish. What do we got? Yeah, we've got uh, this week The Night Before from Help, For No One from Revolver, I Feel Fine, uh, which was a single, but you'll find it on Past Masters Volume 1. And Hold Me Tight from With The Beatles. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the heat of the three-word songs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. It is the Beatles World Cup. They've each got three words in the title. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes, you got that. Okay, it's true. It's true. Yeah, very, very good. Cool. Okay, let's get into it. The night before. The night before. Gosh, we've talked about filler tracks in recent weeks, and I think this is another bit of filler. uh, This time on the Help album, but it's listenable thanks to the production values. I think it's got that big echoey effect on Macca's voice. And he's doing a bit of call and response with the other guys. That's quite cool. But, you know, at the same time, I did, I did my research on this, Jono. I believe in 2011, McCartney did this in concert and said, this is the first time I've ever played it in concert. So I think from that, you can take away that this isn't one of the biggest hits of that LP or of the Beatles' career that's been some sort of mainstay in set lists for decades. It's, it's one of these songs that's just been put aside and not really played for a long time. I don't know if he's played it much in the decades since 2011. Uh, so, yeah, it's not a super great song. Uh, I presume it was played back in 2011 as a bit of a curio, and, and that's probably what it feels like to me now. Nice, but nothing special. That's my opening gambit on this. I wonder if anyone's done, uh, like, there must be somebody on the internet that has, like, sort of written, when was the last time this song was, like, performed? Uh, yeah. There must be some songs in the Beatles repertoire that just were recorded, and that was the last time they were ever played. Surely. Oh, for sure there would be. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this this song, it sounds so Paul. Like, it's such a Paul song, this one. Mm-hmm. Unmistakable. Um. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's got, like I say, it's got that 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 big echo on his voice. So he, his voice is is the huge thing on the track, and then the guys are in the background doing the the call and response. You know, mm. it is absolutely macker, macker all over, macker all over. But again, yes, you're right, absolute um, filler. Again, there is some, there's something to it that's kind of interesting, um, but actually. Yeah, it's it, it sort of, I don't know, it mm. ambles around in the middle a little bit and then it just goes, yeah, like you said, to the call and response, which after the fourth time you've heard it, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. I get yeah. it. It happened the night before. We got it. Thank you. <laughs> Let's move on. Indeed. I think we should move on. Um, yes. Sticking with Paul, at this time hitting a few albums in the future to Revolver. 
Yeah, what a great LP that is. It might not be Rubber Soul, but it's it's pretty good. And oh, look, being serious now, my God, Jono, the first time I heard this, I thought it was one of the greatest things I'd ever heard. Uh, I had to play it again and again. And I think we're back in territory we trod about 10 episodes ago or more, which my work bestie tells me not to tread, but I'm going to tread there, where I'm, I'm at uni and I'm still negotiating life and how things don't always work out smoothly in relationships. And you're sitting there with your headphones on and a lyric like, there will be times when all the things she said will fill your head. You won't forget her. And your heart goes into your throat, Jono. And you think, oh, my God, yes, Paul, yes, I know what you mean. I don't know, Jono, maybe it's just that personal reaction that goes that makes me go a bit over the top with this one. I can tell you're dying to get in here and talk. But I really, really like it. It's not one of those songs I think people will ever cite in their top 10 or top 20 great Beatles songs. But I think this song is sublime. I think it's amazing. I love this song. Once again, Rob laying his cards on the table <laughs> far too early. Um, I'm not and, very and, good at poker, no. And, and opening up your heart as well, yeah. Rob, again. Well, I, I like work, to do that. I think your work bestie is, um, is is on the money when she says, maybe, you know, is this the forum to pour, you know, to go through your life's challenge? I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe well, she says, t- she says, tell us about the history of the song. Tell us about what it's about. And then I don't talk about you. So um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think there might be. I had to this time. Maybe it should be a Twitter poll that we should add on, which is, <laughs> should Rob talk about himself more or not? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is very lovely. I mean, it's another, by the sounds of it, another Paul and um, Jane Asher relationship Mm, it is. Uh, we talk about working through your emotions, you know, in the audio format. Um, what not, what a muse she was. Well, I mean, a muse, but in like, uh, sometimes not quite, it seems a positive way. It's more about. Well, no, but still a muse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it is beautiful and uh, melancholic and mm-hmm. thoughtful and it definitely makes you sort of think. Uh, maybe not about your own relationship, but just about relationships in general. Mm-hmm. Um, a love that should have lasted for years. Yeah, it's very good. Mm. It ends very suddenly, doesn't it? It just sort of stops. <laughs> well, like the relationship, I imagine. Like, oh, interesting. <laughs> maybe this song yeah. is the ebb and flow of a relationship. What is the what is the little um, trumpet in there? Is it a trumpet? Oh, some sort In of brass. Moment. Yeah. What does that represent? I don't know. Flatulence? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just making that up. Um, mm. Yeah, it is It is very nice. Very, very nice song. Um, I do like it a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stay home, she goes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's making me emotional now. Yeah. She knew someone, but now he's gone. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Okay. All right. Starting to tear up. Oh, it's cut deep. It's cut deep. Uh, yeah. Right. No, I, I actually feel fine. No, I do. I feel fine. <laughs> nice segue. This is super famous, Jono, for the feedback at the start. There's that famous story that I think George had put his guitar too close to the amp and that made a bit of howling feedback. And the other guys were like, how did you do that? 
and they worked out they could make a sort of a musical sound with it and said to George Martin, can we record that? And I think he was a bit shocked, like, why would you want to record that? And it became this whole intro to the the song and became very famous, uh, uh, amazing. I mean, but for the song itself, I think this is the group in their imperial phase where they can just do no wrong, you know, and when it hits that, I'm so glad that she's my little girl, but it just sounds so effortless. Like, this song has just come out of nowhere. It is effortless. That's what an imperial phase for a band is. Do you, do you know what I mean by imperial phase? I yeah. think the, the guy from the Pet Shop Boys first coined it for to describe, like, the first two or three years of the Pet Shop Boys. That was their imperial phase. And, um, yeah, and you know the crazy thing? We, we don't mention this a lot on the podcast, which is weird, because it's a super valid comment when it comes to most Beatles songs, but the length... This is only over a bit over two minutes, um, yet it never feels short to me or particularly rushed. We get the chorus a couple of times. We get a guitar solo. It's a neat little song, and it's only a bit over two minutes. That's amazing to me, Jono. Mm. I, I love I Feel Fine. And it's funny because it's like it's, it, it doesn't feel like it's particularly sort of fast or mm. you know they're not sort of tearing through it it's, it's, no. it's, at, a, it's at a fairly stable pace um, but that, that that opening you're absolutely right with the wow yeah. uh, is, is, is great I'm sure at the time people must have gone what what the, what, what is that yeah um, yeah have you seen the music video for this you're going to ask me about the fish and chips version, I assume. There, well, there is the fish and chips version, which is very hard to find. Um, nigh on impossible to find it on, on the internet because I was looking for it. Yeah, I think there's little clips. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know see. where there's a full version. I'll pop it through to you. Oh, brilliant. Is it on YouTube? Uh, it might be Vimeo or something. Chuck it on the old Twitter, Rob. I um, will, I will. Do that. Um, but there's also the other one, which is the one which has got Ringo on a stationary bike. Yes. Uh, not even a particularly good-looking stationary bike, just what looks like a... <laughs> just pedalling along? pedals on a, on a sort of a bit of old metal, like, sticks. Yeah. It's very strange. Well, the fish and chips version is shot at the same time. It's like they've recorded the first version and then someone's brought in fish and chips... And it's literally on the floor of the studio and the guys are just leaning down like, oh, what do we got? They're picking around in the fish and chips, picking up chips, picking up bits of fish and pretending to sing from time to time while they're eating the fish and chips. And um, their manager, Brian Epstein, saw it and said there is no way that can be released. That's a terrible, terrible look. No, 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 no. And it is pretty weird to watch, actually. But I mean, talk about imperial phase. I mean, that they're they're at that stage going, well, we can do this. We can do a music video with us eating fish and chips, and the song will be a hit. Yeah, <laughs> because it's a great song. It's, it's so a really good, good song. Yeah. yeah, really, really, really love. I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on from fish and chips to um, holding me tight, if you will. Yes, from with the Beatles. And if this sounds like it should actually be on the Beatles debut record rather than with the Beatles, it's because it was recorded for their debut LP, but it didn't quite make the cut. That doesn't mean it's a bad song per se. It just didn't make the cut. They'd recorded a few extra songs and just didn't put it on. And for a time, I actually thought this was a cover version, Jono. 
because it has that late 50s American vibe to me, to me at least, which I guess shows how well the guys could not only do cover versions from that era, but had synthesized enough musical knowledge that they could actually write stuff that sounded like the stuff that had influenced them, if, if that makes sense. You know, they'd soon be leapfrogging over this sort of sound too and yeah. doing their own stuff in their own style. But in, at this point in time, just a really good, solid pop song from their early years is what pops out here. And, and yeah, to me, it, it's, it did sound like a cover version at first. Uh, I thought, who did this originally? Oh, my God, they wrote it. Wow. Um, yeah. You and you, you, you. <laughs> Um, Tell me that doesn't sound like a late 50s American kind of thing. Yeah, but also just the guitar and the... Like it's got... Yeah. yeah. Um, It starts in the middle of the song, or at least it sounds like it. It kind of just sort of jumps in (laughs) into what should be the middle of the song. But it... it, Yeah, kind of weird. Um... It sounds pretty rough. I mean, I know those early ones were, but this in particular does sound a bit, you know, rough around the edges. Well, I think it's rougher than other tracks on the LP precisely because it was recorded for the previous LP. This would have been part of their, what, was it 10 or 12 hour mega session? Mm, It would have have to have been, yeah. Um, Please don't be angry with me if I don't choose this one, dear listeners, um, because it's not officially a cover, so you can't get angry Mm. that we're getting rid of all the covers because they're covers. This one actually sounds like a cover. It's not. (laughs) Um, But I think, you know, if it wasn't good enough for the first album, they just chucked on the second. Yeah. Does that say something? I don't know. I I think it does in a way, but at the same time, I don't think it's a bad song. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's actually nothing. It's it's completely inoffensive, isn't it? But um, it is. But when you look at what else is in this list this week, I mean, come on. Yeah, tricky. Um, all right. Uh, hold me tight. Thank you. Um, we enjoyed the embrace. Uh, let's take a look now at the four of them again. So let's remind ourselves: the night before, for no one, I feel fine and hold me tight. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? Got to pick one of them. I've my mind is made up, and I'm doing something odd. I'm not picking what I think is the best song, but I'm think I'm picking what I think is the best song to possibly go up against other songs, Ooh. if that makes sense. Okay. Because I think there's a difference, even though it might sound weird. I'm picking I Feel Fine over For No One. I think For No One is far more accomplished and makes me feel a hell of a lot more, but I think I Feel Fine is the better pop song, and I think we'll compete better versus other tracks when we get to finals Ooh, so you're thinking ahead yeah interesting and it, and it hurts me to do it because i love for no one it's possibly my well it's in my top three beatles songs you're mad why would you not pick it because i think i feel fine is the better pop song right for no one is not a pop song right mm. interesting and I might not have this rationale every week, but this week I just feel it's the right thing to do. Well, if you feel fine about it, <laughs> then that's all good. Um, I don't feel fine about it, I'm afraid, Rob. Um, we're going to have a, a bit of a clash this week. I absolutely am going to – I mean, I think I feel fine is brilliant. It is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but for no one has got 
way more depth and is it does interesting uh, is a more interesting song for me i feel fine's good but it is like of that era of a number of those songs that are um very much of that sound of that time um mm-hmm. i don't think it stands out amongst the classics if that makes sense um enough for oh. no one is just a bit unique um, you're making it hard for me Jono, because i'm on the precipice already of wanting to pick it well i am picking for no one this week and i think for all the reasons that you probably are thinking but are now not able to say um, what what week what week is this of the show 27 heat 27 all right for the first time in 27 weeks i Rob, I'm going to change my mind live on air <laughs> and go with you, Jono. It's for no one. God have mercy on my soul. I'm shocked. It's the first Please. time I've done it in 27 <laughs> weeks. Shocked, but, you know, I understand your thinking. Uh, how much I like it. I do like it so much. Yeah. Yep. It is a hard one. It is oh. hard. I I've got very strong feelings for I Feel Fine. Yeah, and the feedback. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then, you know, take the feedback out. I like. Mm. I say, I'm so glad that she's my little girl. When they get to that harmony, it's a beautiful harmony. Oh, great pop song. Oh, but yeah, I think for no one is the better song. I uh, good on you. You mm. went with your heart, and not necessarily your head. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. There we go. For there no go. one is through. Did we get it right? You can let us know on Twitter, you know, at Beatles World Cup. Very, very easy to do that. We'll have a poll coming out shortly. But we've got to pick out next week's four songs, Rob. Oh, gosh, yes. do this. What have we got? Here Where's we go. your box? Let's get it. Let's get the box out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, here we go. First one out, Golden Slumbers. Ah, Abbey Road. Mm-hmm. Had a few Abbey Roads recently, actually. Yeah, we have. Um, oh, she said, she said. Oh, Revolver. Mm-hmm. There's a good story around that song. Uh, oh, Taxman. Oh, Revolver as well. Revolver again. Oh, God, revolvers. that's a hard one. <laughs> Jeez, No. Uh, oh gosh, okay. And our fourth one for next week. This is going to be a tough week, I think. Rob, yeah, roll up, roll up for the mystery tour, the magical mystery tour. Oh, crikey, okay. Big week next week. Looking yes. forward to that one. Hey, uh, if you want to give us your feedback, we'd love to hear it. Of course, the Beatles World Cup at gmail.com is our email address. Like I said before, at Beatles World Cup for Twitter. Um, you can commiserate with Rob or or congratulate him this week. It was a, a tough week for Rob, so let's you know. Let's it's been a game of two halves for me. I swear. Yeah, you're going to be. Right. I think you're going to go and have a little lie down. Oh, lie down yeah. and a cup of tea. I think so, and a biscuit. Nice, nice, mm. awesome. All right, we will see you next week for an epic week ahead. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>